I'm recording. I think I am too. I hope I, I still remember how to to do this stuff. I think you just hit the button and it does it. I like that this is I our mean, intro is like, how do we podcast again? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I guess I guess this is the theme and I'm very happy that we're sticking to that theme. I think this is the selling point. Like, this is the thing that makes tentative tentative. Is that we have no idea what we're doing and we're constantly trying to figure that out. Yeah, especially regarding the the recording aspect of it. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I don't think I hear people talking specifically about this sort of stuff. Maybe they do and they cut it out, but I mean, that's not how we do it here. No, we keep our screw-ups in. I think like that's part of iteration and the reason that we chose tentative as the name is like part of design is messing up and going back and looking at what you messed up and fixing it, right? I think so. Yep. I think so. It's been a while. It has been a while. We're calling this season two, Tentative Season Two. Yeah, that sounds good. Coming soon in season two <laughs> or something. I'm I'm really bad at impersonating like TV narrators and that sort of Isn't stuff. Isn't that that more movie stuff? Like this I this guess. winter. Coming to a theater yeah, near you. Yeah. Well, tentative. Well, I guess you can you can also like hear it in you know like TV series when they want to have like a preview of, uh, of the yeah, next season true. or something like that. How have you been? I've been pretty good. Yourself? Pretty good, I guess. Overall, there was a uh, a number of changes and things that happened, but I think uh, right now I'm I'm feeling really good. I'm really pumped. To be back. Be back. Back in action. I guess as far as tentative is concerned, yeah. Also new year, so like new resolutions and although I I typically don't actually keep track of resolutions. Like it's just something I have in the back of my mind. Like I gave up the the GTD like way of doing that sort of thing. Do you do you still do like yearly resolutions? Yeah, I still try to. The one thing that I've been doing lately, and I was actually going to ask you about this. <laughs> okay, can I guess? Can I oh, guess? God. What are your resolutions? Oh, no. Let me guess. Let's play a game. I will guess five, and I, if I get three out of those five, then we can say that I really know you. Okay. If I get two, then I don't, or two or less. Okay. Okay, let's go. Write more. Uh, <laughs> ding. Correct. Okay, I got one. I got one. I mean, a lot of them will be pretty easy to guess anyway. Run more or exercise more? Mm, no. No. Nah, I, uh, I, yeah. I mean, exercise the same. I had started exercising before the new year, so. Okay. Well, forget about that one. I, I lost this one. I mean, half right. Oh, then let's not count that. Man, I, I'm feeling more, more and more like a stereotype here. No, no. Uh, I, I'm going to deviate from that soon or in the third one. Do more type design, like analog type design. Yeah. Did I get that? Kind of. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I I think you did. More like do more with a pen and paper. Yes. I think that's probably... That is correct. Oh, cool. I have two more. I think if I get one of the next two, then I nailed it. Let's see. Learn some technology or something like i can't tell which one exactly could be more javascript or more ios or something but i i don't know i can't i can't quite 
guess this one. Nah, I'm done with technology. Good, because that's that's what's missing from my from my resolutions this year. It's I can I kind of feel like there's this vibe that especially people of a certain age in this industry are starting to get tired of of some things. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it that way. Okay, so I have one one last, and I think I'll probably have lost this. Uh, sp- I guess the last could be either family related or baseball related, but honestly, I think I'm just I'm just throwing a big net here trying to get that point, but I don't think I will manage to. I think I gave up. Really bad performance. I mean, no, I mean <laughs> you hit the the three big ones, which is like continue being healthy, write more, and the draw. To be honest, those three are what I have in mind. That's why I said those. And I was hoping we would have some some things in common. I guess we do yeah. to a certain degree. So, so the other things uh, I have here, I'm reading over. So what I did, what I did last year is, I think it's Salesforce started this for their app. They call it V2MOM or V2MOM. And it's mm-hmm. visions, values, methods, and measures. Wow, that sounds complicated. Where did the O come from? Oh, obstacles. Uh huh. I did it last year based on a post that Gina Bolton did. And I thought it was really interesting. And at the end of this year, I went back and looked at what I did last year. And I was like, that might be worthwhile to do again. And so I kind of, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I actually, I think I cheated. And so I just copied and pasted my 2016 version of that (laughs) and was like okay how am i iterating on top of this which i guess goes back to our earlier conversation about the name of this podcast but like what did i actually accomplish out of that list what did i get better what do i want to continue doing like some of the things that that (laughs) of these like shouldn't change like my personal vision shouldn't change my personal values shouldn't change too much year to year but how i go about acting on those yeah should isn't most people like do actually that like they just keep like you know copy pasting those resolutions year after year i mean they might change small things but i feel like that's the that's what a lot of people do from what i see at least maybe the difference between what they do or i hope the difference between what they do and what i do is like i was actually analyzing myself and if i accomplished them and if not why and i see i also questioned whether it was something to continue to pursue I don't know if like the general, like I use the year as a thing to look back on what I'm trying to accomplish as a person, as opposed to like a resolution to change myself, I guess. And maybe that's the way that Mm. most people tackle resolutions. So I don't, I don't know. The resolution has like a bad connotation to it, right? Like it's people want to (laughs) lose weight or quit smoking. Yeah. I think resolutions are not actionable. Like, if you don't build habits, then you're just wasting your time. Yep. Because, like, you can set all the goals you want, but those are not actionable. Like, you're not going to lose weight by writing that down. Like, you have to do something and just make sure that you do it frequently. And, and I say this, not that I'm actually really good at this. In fact, I'm really bad at this, like, keeping habits. Like, sometimes I succeed when I really, like, I'm sort of, like, dedicated and... It takes a bit of work, but I think it's worth it if the result of what you're trying to do is is worth it. But yeah, interesting. You should you should put that link in the show notes. Yeah, I will. It could be interesting to look at. I'm also like lately, I have been thinking a lot more about habits 
and how influenced we are by them. Just because like I've gotten in the habit of working out and I know that like I was in that habit before and then had a baby and then just totally because of the time and attention that a new baby takes, like it took away from that habit. And so building that back up, but also maintaining that, it does take a lot of effort, especially like if you stop the habit to build it back up again. I think that's where where it becomes really hard is like... It's the worst, yeah. Once you're doing it and you see a string of like successes in a row, it's really easy to keep that loop going and attend to that habit. But like yeah when when you stop doing it it becomes a lot harder to start back up exactly because if you spend like 365 days doing something and then you stop a month then when you want to go back like you don't think that it takes one day to start doing it again you think that it will take 365 days to do as much as you did before and it becomes really hard to actually picture that in the future because you would think oh i mean i will do it but would i be able to maintain it for as long as i did in the past and i think that sort of like has a negative like effect psychologically on on you yeah i guess this technique you you mentioned seems pretty interesting i'm to be honest i think i kind of gave up on trying to give any structure to this it's more like Honestly, these things, I don't even like tie them to the year. I just have them on the back of my mind. And sometimes like you have some other priorities and then you want to do those first and then go back to whatever other things you think you should be doing more. You know that I think I've said that before, but I have dropped most of like the digital tools like for, you know, to do management and all of that because it doesn't make me kind of happier. It just makes me have more things to look at and more things to follow up on and more things to do. And I don't enjoy it. Not anymore. I think at some point I was kind of satisfied to see that sort of like structure. And I made me like feel in control. Like I know what I'm doing, but ultimately it's, it's just like a shell. Like it's not really the thing that you're doing. It's just a representation of it on a digital format. Mm-hmm. So this year is no exception. I'm not doing anything written, but I think it's like there are similar themes. Yeah, so I, I want to do a little bit more creative work and creative that includes writing, but not only writing. I think I want to go back a little bit to the things I used to do before I started working on the web and then later on mobile, like illustration, drawing. I kind of stopped doing that because, you know, I don't know. Actually, I can't exactly find why Like I stopped doing it, but I feel like I need that back in my life because it gives me a really good energy and it allows me to keep doing the other stuff that I do for a job right now with enthusiasm. There's that. And of course, like staying healthy and losing weight is never on my list. It's gaining weight. I think I'm two kilos short than what I should be to be considered healthy. I guess gaining weight, but honestly, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's on paper. Like I feel totally okay and good. So I just need maybe to you know keep doing sports and stuff so that I stay in good shape. But yeah, definitely doing more creative things and uh, less stuff on the te- technology side as well. I feel like I've went a little bit, not a little bit too far. I wouldn't say that, but I feel like I don't draw the same enjoyment that I did like two years ago or three years ago. I feel like at this point, like I still enjoy it, but 
let's say the same level as I enjoy doing other things. So in that case, I would just have to split my time more evenly with these other things that I enjoy doing. Right. I think for me, a lot of it has to do with like, I can do the technology stuff better when I have a break from it and I'm doing, Mm. you know, stuff away from technology. So drawing or like working out for me is almost like a meditation. So like things that basically clear out my head so that when I am working on application, like my head is more clear and, and focused, which actually like brings me to the question I have for you, which is how are you keeping track of the things that you need to do? Is it just like you are keeping them in your head and you know the priority of, hey, I need to do this thing and then this thing and then this thing? Or are you using a more physical as instead of digital like lists? No, actually. I have a very simple rule. If something I need to do today before midnight, then I create a reminder for it. Nowadays, I use uh, the location thing. So when I'm home, remind me to do something. And I do it the same day. Or whenever I remember it, then I, I just set the deadline for it so that I don't forget. Everything else that doesn't need to be done before midnight, I don't put it down anywhere. And it works really well for me because the brain is actually... I think it's fascinating how it works. And software will never be able to catch it. So naturally the brain will bubble up what's important. Like if there's something, an issue that's nagging you all the time or something that you know it's very important that you should do, I don't need to put it somewhere because I am constantly being reminded somehow subconsciously that I have to get that thing done because it's important. If it's less important, then it's not worth me going somewhere and writing it down because it's not. And I'm not saying it would work for everyone. Some people might not have that sort of like feeling of being nagged by something if they need to do it. And if they don't remind themselves, they'll probably just forget it, even if it's important. But I'm that kind of person who's always like, okay, so is there anything I should be doing now that I I forgot about? And then I go check my calendar or my bills or whatever, if there's something that has a deadline. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. I know you used to be into a lot of getting things done. And I think we talked about this in some episode. We also talked about burnout, by the way, and we should probably put those episodes in the show note for new listeners. And by the way, I'd like to welcome uh, all our new li- listeners for, you know, it's, I'm not sure if we, we will be able to, okay, I just forgot. I, I should probably have, <laughs> I should probably have written this down. See, this is the brain being fascinating at messing my train of thought. Okay, rewind. <laughs> I'll say like, I've been, thinking a lot about the tools that I use, especially lately. And like I used to use Vim in the terminal and just the amount of effort that it took to continue to maintain my dot files. Like at a time, it was well worth it to have a tool that was 100% custom to the way that I like to work. But just keeping that tool up to date with everything else that I have right now, it wasn't worthwhile. So I've started using Atom as my primary editor. Same thing, like I didn't want to spend the amount of time messing around with my dot files, especially when when I messed around with those, like I was <laughs> breaking things and then trying to figure out what I broke and why and like learning about things that I probably didn't need to learn too much about. <laughs> yeah. 
the same thing goes for like I use OmniFocus for a very long time and I just noticed that like I had customized it to a point and I was just spending a lot like the nice thing about OmniFocus is that like it allows you to really heavily customize how you can get things done and tailor it to yourself but I was noticing that I was fiddling around with it too much and the point of any list app like that is to get things out of your head and remind you at certain times but like you shouldn't be spending more time figuring out how you want to get things done rather than just doing yeah. them <laughs> i remember there was a point where it was a big thing or maybe it is still i don't know but like there were blog posts books conferences about getting things done i wonder if there's still that sort of like fervent community ar- around it i'm sure there is you think so yeah i mean wouldn't you think that these people they got everything they wanted to do done already <laughs> In all these years? I think people are very much... I mean, we're even talking about like personal productivity and, and how we approach it and how it's changed over time. Yeah, that's true. I think mobile phones changed a lot of the, the landscape as well. Yeah. Like A lot of this is pre-mobile phones, so you have to sit in front of your, your laptop and use like things. Uh, I remember there was a... Well, actually, things is not the first, but it was when that this sort of thing was very popular on Mac. There were like two or three apps, OmniFocus, I think, things. And the later like came clear and, and there are other, of course, like methods, like mind maps and all of that. But when mobile phones came, people started using those a lot more. And, and now with Siri, we can create like reminders without even looking at your phone just to the watch or Alexa or all of these new voice operated you know, devices. So you want to talk a little bit about work? Mm, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah, it's fine. You don't want to talk about work. <laughs> I, and I'm just kidding. What have you been, <laughs> I, what have you been up to? Oh, I did want to talk about like one more thing that when you were talking about like the brain is this really interesting, is it an organ? But basically like it's a muscle that we have. And there's a book called Moonwalking with Einstein. That's really interesting that I don't know if you've, had a chance to read or, or hear about, no. but it's about, there's like a championship of memory and these people mm-hmm. take the time to like remember like decks of cards and what order the cards are in. Oh, or they're given like cards of names and faces and they need to memorize that in a certain amount of time. And the book was like from the first person perspective of like someone who started just porting on them and then ended up trying out their techniques of memorization so it's really interesting book from the perspective of memory and how we retain information and tricks to actually use your memory as like basically as like a muscle to to memorize things we should put that in the show notes definitely yeah I mean, so there is was a point where, like, us as a species didn't write anything down. Like, we've had more time as a species not having written language and not being able to record yeah. things than actually having that kind of thing. So, our brains are made, I think, to basically retain that information. And the fact that we don't now is just a matter of our devices, specifically, like, written language and yeah. how that has changed us as a species yeah and technology like afterwards yeah i mean technology right now is is the like huge driver to that like i don't have to remember anything because as you said like i just say hey siri (laughs) remind me to to get a 
you know, a thing of milk on the way home or, or whatever it is. I think technology is really numbing down our brains. I don't know. Sometimes I had that feeling that we rely too much on it, but this is another topic. And yeah, actually I'm looking for book uh, recommendations. So if you have any books to recommend, not necessarily related to design, I'm just looking for interesting things. I got a Kindle like last summer. Kindles are the best. And I'm trying to read a bit more. I have a longer commute now since I moved to a new place. It would be nice if I could spend some, some of that time reading some books. And yeah, I'm actually interested in books that are not about design. In fact, I want to read a little bit more about, you know, psychology, maybe history, and then things like these, like science. I'm also interested in checking like, you know, fiction, but I don't know, like, Fiction is kind of a tricky area because there's a high chance I won't enjoy everything I read. So I would suggest checking that out. I know there's actually in the time that we took off a bunch of different books for jobs to be done. I don't know if you consider that design or business. Clayton Christensen came out with a book and... Is there any one you particularly recommend? Like if I'm going to read about the topic i'd rather right now read only one there one you can i haven't actually gone through all of them yet so i don't i can't okay. there's also when coffee and kale compete maybe that should be the book to check out and you can come back okay. and tell me how good it is okay i'd be happy to do that i'm trying to think of other books i mean right now the thing i've been trying to get away from design books as well i mean not i'm not trying to get away from them it's just if there is a really good one, I would obviously want to read it. Like, for instance, I got recently the color management book. Oh, no. I This is not the right time to forget the name. Have you read Creativity, Inc.? I don't think so. That's also a good book for you to read. There, yeah, well, just listeners, here are yeah. books. For those of you whose goals it is to read more. Yeah, by Craig Hockenberry. I mean... That's not a name I should forget. But I got that. It's really good from a technical point of view. I feel like color management, like, is especially, I mean, for UI, is an obscure topic for a lot of people. And I think this is a really good book if anyone is interested in learning more about, you know, like, color space. Like, most of the stuff in there, I I already knew. But the way it's written is really good. It's actually a, a book apart. It's really well edited, well designed. Information is really well organized it's not very long yeah it's it's not a super long book but it's it's really good and i didn't avoid that because i i love the topic of color management in general or just colors but i wouldn't just go out of my way to just find a design book to read if that makes sense Mm -hmm. i'd probably do that now for a psychology book i want to read a little bit more about psychology or humanities in general like maybe you know, like society and that sort of thing. Because why I want to read about these things is that I feel like at some point you don't know as much as you think you know about how people think and how people make decisions and how people how people are who they are. And I think that's at some point it's really important to understand that both professionally and also on a personal level. It also allows you to understand yourself better. And I guess... You know, I think they call it the mid the midlife crisis. Is, is that what you're hitting? You're hitting a midlife Maybe. crisis. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what's happening to me, but honestly, I don't really care. If it's gonna result in me reading more stuff, then you know, it doesn't matter what it is. 
if that's the kind of thing that you're looking to read, Thinking Fast and Slow is a really good book. Hmm. It was very hard for me to read and kind of a slog to get through, but it's uh-huh. really information dense and it basically talks about psychology of how we think. So yeah, yeah, I would suggest that. You will have a lot of show notes homework to do. <laughs> I suggested one book, so I'll put that, of course. But. <laughs> I like homework. Yeah. No, but, but this is a really, a really good thing to talk about. Yep. I think a lot of designers don't read enough, to be honest. Yeah, I think one of the things, I don't even know where I wrote it, but like one of the things that determines how successful you are is how much you read books and articles outside of like the news. Yes, I think I saw something like that as well. But we're probably just making it up. I'm not going to do fact checking on that. I can probably try to find that study or the article that talked about the study. But I I think it's also like in light of what's happening around the world, I feel like it's probably good if people could read more and understand more Mm -hmm. on a deeper level than just superficial, you know, understanding about things. Because I think that superficial understanding of things is the reason why we are where we are. And one way to combat that is to just read more and be on, on top of things, not through the news. Because the news, they just give you like a whiff of a story like something happened they don't tell you why it happened or what's the context of why it happened and who are the parties involved i'm just giving you one facet of it it's also useful in a lot of ways also like when you do design for instance you want to understand the users and sometimes it's no like to understand users you need to have that sort of like knowledge of how people actually think and make decisions and that sort of thing. And I think I have some basic knowledge about that, but I would like to know more about it. Yeah. Cool. I think that's actually a good point to end on. I think this was a good start to the year talking about goals and reading. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess the, the takeaway from this episode is that it's probably good to read more. Also, not only the things that you do from nine to five, I guess. Yep. Is that a good summary? I think that's a good summary. Good. Good. Okay. So this was episode 31. Where can we get show notes? Tentative.fm, right? Slash 31. Yes. Slash 31. And you can email us at tentative. Oh, hosts at tentative. It's been a while. Yeah. (laughs) Hosts at tentative.fm. Or tweet at us at tentative.fm. One word. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you on Twitter, email, whatevs yep absolutely we got some positive mentions on on twitter a couple of days ago that made me really happy even before we announced that we're going to be recording yeah this year so so everyone everyone make radio feel happy and tweet at us nice things yeah nice things mostly (laughs) all right cool well i will talk to you in a couple weeks yep have a good one yeah you too bye